Today's episode is brought to you by Olive Branch Bookkeeping. Do you have a pulse on where your finances stand in your business? If you're not tracking your income and expenses, how do you know when to make decisions in your business that are critical to your profitability? Olive Branch Bookkeeping is here to help you take charge of your business and financial future. Click on the link in the show notes to get in touch with them today. All right, welcome back everyone to another episode of the Wealthy Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Carrie Briner. And today we're going to be discussing scarcity versus abundance. Uh, before we get into that, though, I just want to remind you guys to join our Facebook group, The Wealthy Entrepreneur. Uh, it supports realtors, entrepreneurs, and business owners, and it's a community that connects with our podcast conversations. Uh, you know, building wealth as a business owner is much more than just making money, and we'd like you to connect with like-minded people and gain insights from other business owners to elevate your success. Uh, make sure you find the link in the show notes or search The Wealthy Entrepreneur on Facebook. Yeah, we'd love to see you guys there. I'm excited for this topic. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's been a little while. I mean, to the listener, it hasn't been a while, but it's been a while <laughs> since we've recorded one in the studio. So It has been. We did have a good guest come in, and so we're excited to showcase that one coming up. So we've done some fun things, but it's good to be back in the studio with you. So today we're going to talk a little bit about scarcity and abundance because as a, you know, as an entrepreneur since I've been 23 and as a coach, this is something that is um, like an underlying factor for I think a lot of people's challenges. Yep. Uh, probably personally and professionally. Obviously, professionally, I, I run into it quite a bit with people. Um, but it's not like obvious that this is the challenge. Um, it shows up and manifests in different ways. But then if we really dig down deep, it's like this is the belief system. Right. Um, and I think I've probably said it before, but you know, everything starts with your thinking because that's what actually makes you feel a certain way. And then your feelings are what make you act or not act. And so yeah. if you come from a scarcity mindset or an abundance mindset, you'll have a very vastly different life or business. Um, but it isn't recognizable and most people aren't aware that they have one or the other. So that's interesting. I've paid attention to this over probably the course of the last four or five years with people. Um, just as I've kind of, uh, taken a dive into the entrepreneur business Mm -hmm. owner world and just working on myself. And it is very apparent when somebody does have a scarcity mindset and how they operate and make decisions mm-hmm. always comes from lack. Mm-hmm. And it's usually they're always afraid or, you know, it, it ties into money, but it ties into so many different things in your life too. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think people recognize it until uh, some people don't ever recognize it. Yeah. Or something happens where they really, they, they've self-sabotaged so long that something major happens. And then it's like, how, why does this keep happening to me? Right. And then, um, you know, there's some sort of self-discovery that happens. And usually it's self-discovery through a conversation with another person, because to your point, they have no idea. And it usually is a deep seated belief system. We were just talking about this the other day about how some of these things are so, ingrained like generations to Mm -hmm. generations to generations the way we think about money the way we think about relationships the way we think about business um parenting it doesn't matter what it is if you look back it's probably multiple generations that have kind of manifested the way you think today yeah and so somebody though in that chain has to break the cycle um but it could take uh, a, lot, a long time for somebody to actually do that. So I think um, what's interesting is I've, I've studied this is, you know, abundance is an actual real thing that everybody has enough, has access to enough. Right. Um, it, it really is a reality. The, the scarcity is something we fabricate in our own mind. So it's fear. 
It's there isn't enough for me. There's not enough for everybody. I'm not going to have it if that person has it. Um, you know, and so it, it's just like anything. A lot of the things that we manifest in our own mind are the things that hold us back. If we were to actually look at reality, um, it's usually not the truth. And the reality is the opposite. So if if you're just aware of it, I think you can start to see where scarcity shows up in your life. But I've seen, you know, scarcity, like literally sabotage relationships. Yeah. Um, you know, having scarcity around money is usually the, the, the result of that is less money. Um, scarcity of, you know, worrying that you're not going to be a good parent. And then like helicopter parenting is actually the result of that is bad parenting. It's like interesting that what we're... I've, th- I've never thought about helicopter parenting as, as a scarcity mindset, mm-hmm. but it makes sense. Yeah, it's a fear-based, I have to control because right. if I don't, then 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 this is what's going to happen. And That shows up in leverage fear business too. I think I've seen it, mm. you know... I always think about scarcity as, as a money thing, uh, but it is like if you if you have scarcity and you're afraid to let go, mm-hmm. and now you won't let anyone else touch anything in your business because you think it's going to collapse because mm-hmm. you're not in control of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so your your scarcity could could the root could be money, but then because you're so nervous, there's not enough. Mm-hmm. Then you're making choices in your business that is like I can't let that go because if one mistake is made, I'm surely going to lose everything because there's not hardly enough to go around the way it is. Right. I'm not gonna. I'm barely making ends meet. So if that goes away, I'm not gonna make ends meet at all. And so it really manifests in control and making bad business decisions and not spending enough money in places that you actually sometimes have to to take risk. Yeah. It also manifests in if you are nervous that um, you know I've had people who have been through lots of. Uh, bad relationships in their past and their parents and grandparents, again, very generational or been around a lot of negative relationships, um, they manifest a bad relationship in their own life because they're coming from such a scarcity that they're, that they have to control the relationship and they have to, what they attract to them. mm -hmm, It's, it's really fascinating. So the thing I want people to hear is that scarcity actually is a self fulfilling prophecy Mm -hmm. because if you start with scarcity, and f- which is fear-based, a lot of it, not thinking you have enough or it's not going to work out or whatever the case may be. The way you then feel about that creates your action, and that action will manifest more, more um, clues or signs to you that, oh, see, what I think is true is actually true. Right. It's not true. What you're doing is creating that, and then it's coming back to you, and then it makes you believe what you believe is true. Right. So it's a very vicious cycle, which is why most people are not aware of it, because there it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. But abundance is the exact same thing. So if you come from a place where there's plenty of money and no matter what happens, you'll always be able to make enough, you feel that way, therefore you act a certain way, therefore you will make enough, and then that is also a self-fulfilling prophecy. Now both could be could go to extremes. Mm-hmm. I think even in the abundance area, I think if you go too far... Mm-hmm. To one side, you're in an unrealistic space where you're now you maybe aren't making good decisions for your business that are realistic, right? Possibly, yes. I mean, because because it's at the end of the day, like you know, as you were talking about it, I'm thinking about okay, if you're if you're running a business and you have yeah. expenses and you know you're afraid to take on more expenses because your profit, your income doesn't match mm-hmm. the out you know outgoing money. If you just say, oh, I'm, I'm just always going to make enough money, and then you right. just keep exceeding on one area or the other because mm-hmm. you have an abundance mindset, it could still burn you. <laughs> yes, yes. You have to be somewhat um, 
calculated in your decision making or have somebody else do that for you. <laughs> right. I'm a very abundance minded person, so I don't run the finances. Because <laughs> you'd just be like, oh, yeah, we got plenty. I'd be like, it's fine. It'll show up <laughs> pretty much. Um, so, yeah. So if you are that person, then just find somebody to manage the money because they will look at the actual numbers and tell you if you should, you know, take a breath. But I think, um, you know, where it always shows up is that, you know, people um, – people will realize that if there is enough of everything, the more that they truly just deep down believe that they just, they just execute on things differently. They just do things differently. They act differently and they become a person that, that attracts things. Yeah. Because to your point, you just mentioned as you were looking into this or researching this or realizing this the last five years, you noticed it when people were in that scarcity, like you could tell. Oh yeah. And it bleeds into a lot of different areas of life. Um, and I've gone through it myself mm -hmm. and Me there's too. times yeah. where, um, I mean, I'm sure I've done something in the, pe in the recent days yeah. where it's like, you know, I catch myself like, oh, well that doesn't make sense or I'm, I'm operating out of fear. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I've seen it to the point where, I mean, where you're so concerned about friv like, I'm not saying to spend frivolously, but yeah. if you're so concerned when you go to a restaurant that, oh my gosh, this this food was $8 last year and now I'm spending $9.50 mm -hmm. and that just wrecks your day. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, is that really going, is that really a big deal? Like mm -hmm. you're, you're so afraid that you're going to become broke from that. Um, and I think, but then you operate like that through the rest of your life. Yeah. I mean, the people that, there are two examples of people who are somewhat frivolous and some of them have a tremendous amount of money because there's two different schools of thought there. You can still be in an abundant mindset and just really focus on keeping as much of your money as possible mm -hmm. and choosing to live very simply and not spending most of what you make. But those people um, who, by the way, are probably the most wealthy people, the people that you'd never know are wealthy because they don't act like it or look like it and don't drive cars that are expensive, they have the most money, but they made a lot of money too. They yeah. didn't have a scarcity mindset around money. They just... They just believed they didn't need to spend a lot of it, and they just lived their life accordingly, but they didn't stop making the money. The problem right. with scarcity is when you are so consumed and you truly have an embedded belief that there isn't enough, mm -hmm. you don't go make more either because how are you going to go make more of something that you truly don't believe exists? Right. You already think that you're, you're maxed. Yep. That's it. And so it almost doesn't matter how much you keep at that point because you're just not making enough and you're not growing. Yeah. And so then that's what perpetuates, well, we can't spend anymore because we're not making enough. And, 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 then, and then it just really comes to a downward cycle. But, you know, it's interesting because scarcity shows up in a lot of ways. I mean, people will just be scarce about um, their health. I mean, I've talked to people who, have, who, again, talking about generational thought processes, lots of their family members were unhealthy, overweight, yeah. passed away at early ages and they've just resolved the fact already that that's like their destiny and they can't change it no because it's yeah. it's like what it is and that is a scarcity mindset because basically it's a mindset that this is my life and it is what it is and so therefore that's how i feel so i'm not going to do anything to change it and then again of course that's how they're going to end up right but it's not because it was their destiny it's because of the choices that they actually made but they don't realize it because it's such an embedded thought process and belief and like almost like a core value. And their subconscious. That yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know that when I've operated from that place, it's usually when I have the most stress, the most like anxiousness and, mm -hmm. and just things just feel super chaotic mm -hmm. because you just, uh, I mean, it just, you start operating differently and you start making decisions based all upon fear and, mm -hmm. and everything. So, and then it kind of perpetuates a little bit more of that until you can snap out of it, you know? Right. Yeah. And I think those of us that just have waving 
I like to think of it like waves of scarcity because we all have it. Yes. There's just different times in our life that we do have a little bit more anxiety or things are happening or uncertainty or chaos in our life. And it will create us to feel like a lot of things are out of control. Therefore, we want to take more control. And then we start getting into that. Like we can't let go. Right. But it's usually in waves for those of us that have more of a tendency or a, um, a belief system that might be more abundance related in general, doesn't mean we're not ever going to come from scarcity because there's always going to be moments we do. Yeah. But then we can always at least have that self-awareness that we can hopefully pull ourselves out of it. And, um, and, and so the last thing I would say about that is that if you are in a place where you're like listening to this thinking, I'm definitely in a scarcity mindset around this one thing in my life and I can see how I'm self-sabotaging it and it's become a self-fulfilling prophecy, you know, the good news is you're first aware of it so that you can actually make a change. And what you have to do is you just have to like start retraining your brain to realize that it's not, it's not a fixed thing. Scarcity is truly a mindset and it's not a reality. You, there is abundance around you. So in that one area, you know, what can you change just really small that starts to show you that, um, that abundance exists or that change can happen or that it's not what you think. So if you do some things to get some positive feedback, mm -hmm. then you can kind of turn that cycle of the self-fulfilling prophecy the other way. Because the only way we actually change the way we think is by getting some sort of positive feedback to go, oh, okay, something maybe that tangible. is true. Something okay. tangible. Mm -hmm. I think the hardest part about all of that is just being able to recognize the scarcity mindset. Yeah. Because I think um, for most of us, when you go through it, your brain is going to tell you, it's like the fight or flight mode. Mm -hmm. So when you have a scarcity mindset and you're operating out of fear, when you think you're going to do something to reverse that, your brain is going to sit there and tell you, all the reasons why that's mm -hmm. not true or why you can't change it. Mm -hmm. And overcoming that could be probably more difficult than actually doing the thing yeah. to break out of the cycle. Yeah. For the first battle is you have to get yourself to do it, which is yeah. first working through the mindset. Right. Then you do it, and then you can get some positive reaction from it. I would find somebody that you know, whether it's actually in person in your community, uh, in your industry, it could even be somebody across the country that you see maybe has... Uh, something in their life, in that area of their life that seems to be much more abundant than you. Yep. They make more money, they have a better relationship, they seem, you know, whatever, more healthy, whatever it is. And, and try to surround yourself a little bit with those people because I tell people this all the time. I think you can actually borrow, um, kind of borrow mindsets from other people a little bit. You can really, if you don't really believe something, but you're around somebody that really does and you have enough conversations and you have somebody that is willing to have that conversation with you or you can you can kind of almost borrow their thinking for a little bit to get yourself to do something or try something just simply because there's a pattern of success there. You can see that they're having success yeah. and it's easier for you to talk your brain into that because there's like, a, again, a tangible thing there. I always say that like you can borrow courage from other people. You can borrow inspiration and motivation from other people if you hang around them enough. And so sometimes you have to just look at who is your circle because the reason why things are generational is because you've been around the same people that right. have fed you the same thing and they've fed each other the same thing for so many years that it becomes ingrained in you. You have to unravel that and you probably aren't going to unravel it on your own. You probably have to start looking at who you surround yourself with and you probably are going to find out that a lot of people you surround yourself with also have scarcity. So um, it may be perpetuating amongst the group. Well, yeah, and I think uh, we, I've talked about this a lot through other podcasts and things, but um, having those, changing that type of people or, or that type of group that you're hanging out with is... Also hard. <laughs> well, that's difficult, but if they were in 
an abundance mindset and you are coming in from scarcity, they're going to question you. Yeah, they're going to push back on you and challenge you where most of the people who are in the same mindset, they're going to, they're just going to feed off of each other mm -hmm. as you, you all feel that way. Yeah. So putting yourself in a different group could be a bit uncomfortable and, yeah. um, you may not agree with everything and, and, um, it's going to force you to borrow that from them a little bit to be in that group. But that actually is the place where change and growth happens. So you just have to kind of be ready for that. I always say that going to battle with your own mind is probably one of the biggest battles that you'll have. So if you have a scarcity mindset, it's not going to be easy to change. There's no doubt about it. Right. Um, that being said, it's not po it's not impossible. And if you really do want to break some genera generational you know, uh, mindset or, or reality for you and your family and future generations. And it's, you have to do it and you just have to buck up and uh, do the work. Um, but you have to surround yourself with people that are going to help you because you can't do it alone. I don't believe you can really do it alone because you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And it, it just doesn't, it, you know, nobody does much alone. So, um, so that's, that's the only thing I really have other than um, some actionable items. You know, the biggest thing is to first I guess, question yourself and figure out, do you have scarcity? That's more of an underlying belief system, not moments of scarcity. We all have that. Um, but just do you think you do based on the conversation today? Maybe this was a day of awareness for you. What area is that? And um, where do you see it showing up? And maybe just some self-reflection. The second thing would be trying to find somebody that you could get into a relationship with or a group of people, a mastermind, a gosh, whatever it might be, where you think it looks like they might come from a different place in that area of life and just start being around those people and let it kind of realistically and slowly, you know, uh, change maybe the way you think. Um, but, you know, just make small action items, super, super small, not painful action items that move you in a direction. Yes, they're going to oppose your thinking. Yes, they're going to be super uncomfortable. Yes, they might create more anxiety. But that means you're actually growing. So if you can just tell yourself that that's what it's supposed to feel like, sometimes it makes right. it a little bit easier. But people will try to make major changes, and I wouldn't suggest that because it usually doesn't last. Yeah, it's funny. I have a, one of those points for our next episode that I'm going to talk about. <laughs> Perfect. But um, so if somebody just doesn't even, you know, some of this conversation may make people think, okay, do I have a scarcity mindset? Mm -hmm. Do you have any, like, s specific things that they do that they should look out for? Mm -hmm. to kind of um, pay attention to their own actions. Because sometimes it's, it's very hard to recognize mm -hmm. when you have a scarcity mindset because your brain's always telling you that that's just how that's things normal. are. Yeah. <clears throat> so I guess pay attention to what you look at, what you focus on, what you think about. So people that have a scarcity mindset around money, even if they don't think they do, because mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people don't think they do. They just think that they're being realistic and a little more frugal and conservative. And that could be, but a lot of times it's a little bit more uh, deep-seated than that. If you are constantly focusing on how much money you don't have, your lack of money, I, I wanted by now I should have had this much, I should have this much in my savings and I don't, um, I should be making. So there's people that this is just the conversation they have all the time. The, when they think about or look about at money, it is everything they lack. Mm -hmm. It's not what they're making. It's not the improvement that they've had. It's not what they've kept. It's not. Yep. So that's the first time. Or sign. the constant... Uh Sorry, it just no, popped yeah. it in my head, but it was like I've been around a lot of people where it's constantly I'm broke. Mm -hmm. I don't have enough money for this. I can't do this. I I'm, can't. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm. We just can't afford it right now. And it's like I understand when you truly like. There mm -hmm. are times when people I hate using the word can't, but can't afford mm -hmm. to do something. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times it's this uh, perpetual thing that just keeps getting brought up. Oh, I, mm -hmm. I just I'm broke. Mm -hmm. We're broke. Mm -hmm. We don't have enough money. We're broke. And. Uh, 
yeah, then you're going to be broke. Right. I mean, there's no way getting around that right. if this is your mindset. Right. Um, and yeah, what is broke and, you know, is broke to somebody that they don't have, you know, $50,000 in savings. They don't, I mean, everybody's, what they say is broke is different. So I've actually had people say I'm broke and they weren't broke. <laughs> it was just yeah. that they didn't live up to a certain expectation that they thought. Yeah. So when you're constantly, uh, you know, looking at what you don't have and the words that you use, those are going to be some signs. Same thing with, um, I just had a conversation with somebody the other day about, you know, health and wellness, about everything that they've tried just not working. It's just not going to work. It's just not going to work. And, you know, um, nothing has worked yet. That doesn't mm -hmm. mean nothing is going to work. Right. You but if you're operating from a place where it'll never work, then it, then it truly will it never work. It just can't. Yeah. yeah, it's just like it literally can't. You have to believe that there is something out there that can work. You just haven't found it yet. Yeah. Um, so I guess are you still seeking opportunity and growth in that area because you believe it exists? Yeah. Or have you literally just shut it down and it just doesn't exist anymore? I don't even know if I have anything else to add. That's perfect. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> awesome. We'd love to hear your feedback. So let us know what you got. Yeah, we, uh, we'd like to hear your feedback on this show, but we also want to hear topics or things you guys might want to hear us discuss or bring up, whether it's in the podcast or in the Facebook group. Uh, so reach out to us. Our contact info will be in the notes, uh, the show notes, or you can hit us up on social media. Awesome. See you on the next episode. See ya.